Praise be to the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing the prayers of your people. Thank you, Lord, for giving us victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's say that three times. Victory in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. Victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And victory in the blood of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. There's only one name that Satan fears. It's the name of Jesus. There's one blood that was shed on the cross at Calvary. When everything looked like it was lost. And that man that went around healing people, delivering them, even raising them from the dead, he was crucified. But it was in the cross that he defeated the powers of darkness. Hallelujah. And whatever we're facing, it's the same cross of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that defeats the devil every single time. The Bible says that the cross of Christ is foolishness to those who don't believe. How can somebody who looks so weak and helpless on the cross be able to save humanity? That's the power of the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Do you believe it? Let's stand up. There is power, power, Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Oh, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood. Yes, in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Because... There is healing in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. Salvation in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. There is victory in the name of Jesus. There's victory in the name of Jesus, there's victory in the name of Jesus. No other name I know, no other name I know, no other name I know. Hallelujah, let's give glory to God, hallelujah. Nothing could stop the Son of God from effecting or following through On exactly what he promised. He promised, whoever believes in him will see the glory of God. Hallelujah. That doesn't mean that we won't have all hell coming against us. As I preached not too long ago, regarding the Apostle Paul, he was in that ship that was about to fall apart. People were going to die. But he told the ship's captain and the crew... He said, but God has spoken to me and said that we're all going to be safe 
if you follow my instructions. That's God speaking. But they fail to understand that. And the Bible says in Acts 26 that these turbulent winds became even worse. And the situation seemed even more hopeless. And so they could have said to the apostle, you know, since you told us that God cares about us, your God, and that he's communicating to you, that we're all going to be safe, things have gotten a whole lot worse. But that's the test of faith. That's the test that God gives to every believer. Because faith will look to what God says in spite of the situation. It's something beyond us. But that's what God puts in us. And that's why we can sing this, even though we face these violent, turbulent storms in our lives. We know the God who delivered us before will deliver us again. Amen? Hallelujah. How many of you have been delivered from death before? Hallelujah. How many have been delivered from the jaws of death, from Satan? Oh, only if you've been delivered do you know what it's like. When you're at your your wit's end, the end of your rope, and even the best experts can't help you, and all your friends can't help you, nobody can help you. Do you know what that feels like? Absolute hopelessness. But I know when my God came to me, hallelujah, and delivered me from the darkest pit, the darkest pit. That's why we're able to rehearse this every Lord's Day, and hopefully every day, that the same God who delivered back then, 2,000 years ago, and delivered me and you from many, many situations that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt. The world says it's luck. There's no such thing as luck. See the God or the devil who wins in your life. And when God wins, we live, hallelujah, to tell the story of how great God is. And it's this gospel. It seems so fragile and so irrational. You mean that man on the cross can solve all my troubles? That's what he said. But he solves it in a way that we don't expect many times. And it's through his blood that was shed on the cross. God is so good. And God is not just about watching us go through the storms in life and then bailing us out and then watching us go back in. You know what His plan is? In the book of Revelation it's written that there's coming a time where there will be no more sorrow, no more tears, no more pain, no more death. Hallelujah! Oh, I thank God for that because I'm tired of death. Hallelujah! God says... Death is the last enemy that will be defeated. That's what is written in the Bible. But now, while we're on this earth, people are among the living dead. They're walking around. And they try to grab things that will make them happy, but they know it's a lie. It's a total lie. Because now they have to take something to bring them back up. And it's a roller coaster ride. I've been there and tried that many things. Maybe not all the things that you've tried, but many things. And I know it's all a lie. It's a big lie. But Jesus Christ is the truth. And I used to wonder when I was young and much healthier, and I had my own job, my own money and everything, and I thought, well, it's all about what you can do to make you happy. 
God got, got me off of that, that silly trip. Praise be to God. Because I thought the gospel is good when you're in trouble, but when things are well, why do you need God? You can be God. God had to level me many times. And I'm thankful he did. Has he done that for you? Shown you that you're nothing? Hallelujah. I'm glad to learn that. Because I know God doesn't say you're nothing. And I want to keep you down. You're nothing without me. But I love you. So I want you to live with me forever. Hallelujah. I want to raise you up. Hallelujah. I want to give you my power. I want to give you my love. I want to shower gifts upon you. For eternity. And that's when I found out all of that gospel is true. Every bit of it is true. Because I've experienced it personally. Many of you have also. God says get off of that rat race. Get off of that wheel. Because look at it. All the people that seem to have made it, where did they end up actually? Some of the greatest figures in history who have made it, quote unquote, they're the most miserable at the end of their lives. And they feel this haunting sense of absolute waste of all the time and energy. But they can't go back. But as long as you and I are hearing this message, we can say, Lord, I'm not going the way of all humanity. Most of it at least. Where they build up, build up. And they seem to reach that pinnacle of pleasure or power or fame, whatever it is. And then there's a tremendous nosedive after that, off the cliff. It's inevitable. Always happens. That's why Jesus said... What can a man give in exchange for his soul? The part that goes on forever. What can you give? Can you pay something to buy your soul? We can't. But Jesus paid the price on the cross. And today, because of Jesus, we have salvation. We have healing. We have victory. And no matter what punches the devil throws at you. It's not just about rolling with the punches. God gives you firepower to stand against Satan. Hallelujah. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. To say the show is over in my life. Hallelujah. You can't keep me down anymore. You can't lie to me anymore. The enemy is exposed for who he is. And everything that's in the world, the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, all these things are noted as forbidden things. Why are they forbidden by God? Because he uncovers it for what they are. He says it's all a lie. It's meant to steal, kill and destroy you. Many people have gone that way. God says, but I'm coming to you today. You don't have to go that way. Whatever future a man can dream up of, a woman can dream up of, a child, whatever blissful future, we think if I just have this person in my life, if I just have that amount of money, this opportunity... Then I'm going to be set. But God says this. The best that you've achieved or hope to achieve will leave you empty in the end. Because it's written in the book of Ecclesiastes, it is a chasing after the wind. Can you catch the wind in your hand? It's exactly how life is without Jesus. But we have the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to worship Him some more because... God has a word today, further today, to help us, not only to keep our eyes focused on the one who is our very life, Jesus Christ, 
but to help us to walk victoriously. Because God is in control. Amen? He's in control. No matter what the situation, He is still in control. And if we're connected to Him, He will bring us out of every trouble. The Bible says in Psalm 34, the righteous cry. There's a desperate cry. And the Bible says the Lord hears them and delivers them from all of their troubles. Amen. All of the troubles. You may have a lot of troubles. But God says, I promise you, I will deliver you from every one of them. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Mental illness. Psychological oppression and depression. These are things that society tries to solve by dealing with the symptoms and not the root cause. But God gets right to the root cause. He says, because I'm not on the throne of your heart, all of these things are coming to take you down. But the moment we say, Lord, I give my life over into your hands, God begins to clear the demons. Hallelujah. He says, you got to go. Hallelujah. I'm moving in. Hallelujah. This person belongs to me. You can't have him, devil. Hallelujah. You can't have her. She's meant for eternity. And victory after victory. There is victory in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's victory in the name of Jesus. There's victory in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. There's salvation. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. Salvation in the name of Jesus. Salvation in the name of Jesus. No other name I know. No other name I know. No other name I know. You know the times when we faced actual demons trying to take people down that we're ministering to. When we started singing the song, there's power in the blood of Jesus, things started shifting. That's how powerful the blood of Jesus is. It's not just a song. It's not just something I do because this is what we do when we face some difficulty. There's actual power in the blood of Jesus for those who believe. If we believe, God makes that blood effective in our lives. Some of your greatest scientists, doctors, philosophers, they've come to the end of their ropes, artists. They said life is meaningless. And you look at the art that they do. It's full of chaos. Some of the most noted artists that I've seen and studied in the university. At the end of their lives, they say, We can't make sense of anything. It seems like disorder is order, and order is disorder, and vice versa. Who knows anymore? You know what they ended up doing? Taking drugs and committing suicide. A lot of them. 
lot of the highly esteemed artists, philosophers, scientists too. They thought we can solve the world's problems if we just put two and two together and work hard and pour more money into the project. But they didn't realize you can't make sense of anything without God because He's the God of order. He's the God who's the creator. And when we come to God, the sooner we come to Him, the sooner we find that quality of peace and life and hope that we can never find anywhere else. Some of your greatest athletes, they're up on the pinnacle of success. One injury. Maybe it's a toe. Not even a leg. Not even the femur or the humerus bone. Not even the pelvis. It's maybe a toe. One toe. Maybe the big toe where they can't have balance anymore. One toe. Now can they play like they used to? No. What happened? But God says, can't you see? This happens over and over and over again in human history. It's the drama of human life. But people try to be God and they think, well, I have it made. It takes one little germ, one little injury to take all the success away. And the very people that applauded the one second, they're booing them the next second. How does that feel? Is it horrible? The very people that we think loved us and adored us, all of a sudden they don't want to see us anymore. You're only as good as your last what? What do they say in show business? Performance. But you know what else? You're only as good as the people say you are if you live to please people. Paul the Apostle said, I'm not here to please man. I love people. I will sacrifice so they can live just like Jesus. But I'm not here to dance to the tune of the crowd because they'll have you up here one second they'll drop you the next second. And if my hope is built on people's opinion and the image that they want to see. And long as I can play the game, I'm okay. But suddenly, like a balloon, everything's burst. You don't even have to be a star athlete. You don't have to be a noted actress or actor or a politician who has all this, the money and the notoriety. You just have to be like you and me. Trying to live life, want to be comfortable, don't want to hurt anybody. Right? That's what people say. I'm just trying to do the right thing. But still, it's the same scenario. If we think, well, if I eke out enough hours of overtime and get the right job, I can kind of set my way in life. But it takes one accident. It takes one illness. All of a sudden, I can't perform anymore. But this plays over and over again. And God says, it's a chasing after the wind. But you know the wisest people? They say, Lord, I want out of this vicious cycle. I've seen it in my ancestors, in the world. It's equal opportunity. What's that? This chasing after the wind and the repercussions from that. But the moment we say, God help me. I don't need to wait till I crash before I wake up. And I want to wake up right now. God help me. God will be right there to meet you where you are. The only thing he asks is, be sincere. If you want to get out of that vicious, failing human drama, that will always repeat, you have to say, God, you know, I may not have an idol in my pocket that I bow down to and kiss and adore. Those are those people in the 
ignorant areas of the world. And yet we have idols in our pockets, in our hearts. Anything that grabs my attention more than the living God who gave me breath and who's sustaining me moment by moment because of his love and power becomes an idol. So we find a great discrepancy in our lives. We have to say, Lord, so this is the problem and I'm willing to admit it. I'm not there, Lord. I'm not where I should be with you. But I know because you love me so much, you died on the cross. You are waiting for me to ask you to come in. And the moment I do sincerely, you will follow through on your promise. God, I want that. I want that. And those who are believers, you know, the devil come periodically to try to get us back to the old way of doing things. And sometimes God has to allow things in our lives to completely separate us from that back and forth vacillation of, God, it's yours, the control of my life. And then God is mine. Lord, I give it back to you, but I want it back. God comes and says, I want to free you from that torment. Let me take over your life completely. Let me take the steering wheel. And I will steer you in the right direction to fulfill you more than you can ever ask or imagine. You'll have tribulation in this world. But it's going to be so small compared to the glory I have for you. That is the truth. Tell me who can promise that in this world. No one. But Jesus promises and he always keeps his promise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, I pray that the word of life that applies to all of us, Lord, will cause us to be sincere and say, Jesus, show me. Show me. Reveal yourself to me. Because there's no hope in anything else. Lord, you've woken me up. And I want to be in the path of life, not of death. I don't want to be among the living dead. And Lord, as a believer, I want to give my total allegiance to you. And I want to see what great things you're going to do in my life. Do you know, when people are firemen and policemen and doctors, when they save lives, the exhilaration they feel, some of them, a lot of them say, well, I'm just doing my job, what I'm trained to do. But you can't take that away from them that, I feel so good, I can't even explain it, I can hardly contain it. I actually saved somebody's life. And when I put my head down to sleep at night, I have a feeling that I'm useful. It's not just about building an empire for me, I'm giving. Well, that's really small actually compared to the life that God can give through you to people who are on the verge of suicide because they have no hope. People who want to bail out of the situation because of oppression. Million and one things attacking people. You can try to give them money if you can. You can try to set them up in a good job, education. You can say, look, I'm going to relocate you to a better environment. But you see, the disease is still carried. That's why the Lord says, I want to change your heart. I want to give you a new heart. So no matter what situation you face yourselves in, you'll always come out on top. Hallelujah. Victory in the name of Jesus. Victory in the blood of Jesus. May the Lord help us 
Say, Lord, help me to have this faith to understand that whatever you speak is to bless me, Lord. I want to be blessed by your hands, which is a forever blessing. And God, as I'm here today and those watching online, Lord, touch me today. That's all I ask of you. Touch me today. One day at a time. Thank God. God doesn't say, here, I'm going to throw you into this new path. You have to figure it all out. No, He just says, follow me. Take my hand. Follow me. I will lead the way to green pastures, still waters, restore your soul, lead you in the path of righteousness. Hallelujah. One day at a time. Sweet Jesus, that's all I am asking of you. Lord, help me today to do every day. I don't know the rest of the verse, but praise God. I forget it. Who knows this song? Praise God. But you know what? I know that the people who actually wrote the song, they went through a very difficult time. And well, we can laugh. And the 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 uh, message of the song is that one day at a time, Lord, give me strength just to do what you say every day. That's all I'm asking of you. Give me strength to live today. But you know, as you progress in the Christian life, it's not just it's not just coping. People are always talking about coping. We need to cope. It's better than just bailing out. But there's more than that. God gives hope. He gives real hope so that we can get stronger and walk and fulfill His commandments and then live the life we're meant to live. That's why Jesus said, I've come to give life and that more abundantly. Those who know the song, please go ahead. Hallelujah. One day at a time. Praise God. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. There it is. That's all I am asking from you. Lord, give me the strength to do every day what I have to do. Yesterday's gone, sweet Jesus, and tomorrow may never be mine. Lord, help me today, show me the way, one day at a time. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's so meaningful when you think about your own circumstances. When nobody's around, it's the middle of the night, and you're wrestling between life and death. That's when these words make a difference. You cry from the heart. It's a sincere cry. And you say, Lord, I just need your strength today. Would you download your strength, Lord Jesus? And help me, Lord, to do what you say. Show me the way. And God will come through and show us the way. Let's sing it one more time from the heart. Praise be to God. Make that a prayer. If you know these words by heart, you can keep your eyes closed. Sing it as a prayer to the Lord because that's when God will begin to work. One day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I am asking of you. Lord, give me the strength to do every day 
what I have to do. Yesterday's gone. Forget about it. Sweet Jesus, looking ahead. And tomorrow may never be mine, but I have today. Lord, help me today. Show me the way one day at a time. Lord, help me today. Show me the way one day at a time. Lord, help me today. Show me the way one day at a time. I want to just say one last thing. Tomorrow may never be mine. That doesn't mean that we don't have tomorrow with Jesus. He's talking about this life. Most of us don't know when our last day will be. Most don't. Some do, most don't. And so we're called to live a full life, a life filled with L-O-V-E, God's love. Love frees us. When you don't hold bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and grudges, you're free to live. But you know, you can have money and everything else, and if you have grudges and resentment and unresolved tension with your loved ones, you're not living. But God's love comes in, and He shows us how to love. And I, how many of us experience freedom in love? When you really started to love, before it was all about you. But God helped you to love, and you're free. Hallelujah. That's a full life. So today, we're going to hear more about God's love and how to live this free life. This life full of His goodness and faith that nothing can stop me because the God who cannot be stopped is living on the throne of my heart. He's sitting there. Hallelujah. He's directing my steps. I may have had a lot of losses in the past, but just like the Apostle Paul, I'm making it my life's motto Forgetting the things that are behind. I'm forgetting all that stuff. And I'm pressing and reaching forward to the things that are before me, what God has for me. I got a text this morning and occasionally I get this text. I can't wait to see what God has in store for me. Hallelujah. That's how we should be. Because God has big things for everyone. And He continues to unfold His beautiful plan in our lives. Blessed be the rock. Hallelujah. 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 This is the day today. This is the day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. So I will rejoice. Yes, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'll be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. He's the director. He's my everything. I will have no lack because he's my shepherd. He leads me beside these verdant, Meadows, beautiful scenery of green pasture. You know how hungry those sheep are and how grateful they are to be able to be led by the shepherd, not into a wilderness, but into the green pastures. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. I will never lead you astray. 
The devil will, but not me. I will lead you to green pastures. And beside the peaceful waters, the streams, how tranquil we feel when we see a glimpse of nature away from all the busyness and the chaos. And we just picture a stream. We say, it's so peaceful. I feel different. Well, God gives us the living water. The living water. That God says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. And the Bible says in John 7, He's talking about the Holy Spirit. We can have the Holy Spirit where God will begin to birth life and begin to flow in and through us. You know what your friends will say? What happened to you? Why? Why are you so peaceful? How come you're not getting angry and snappy like you used to? How come you're not all bummed out because you lost your job? What are you on anyway? And you say, I'm on Jesus, friend. Hallelujah. I don't need anything but Jesus. You see, because no matter what happens, He's got a better job for me. Amen? He's got a better future for me. Nothing can keep me down. Nothing can hold me down. Hallelujah. 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 Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord.